Back at it again. We're, we're, we're on time for once. Surprising. <laughs> it's finally, it's Sunday. It's almost Christmas. Uh, I see no reason why we wouldn't be on time. Oh, we we have found a way in the past to not be on time, but but here we are. Uh, here we are. Sunday afternoon. Central Time, United States of America, bringing you Season 4, Episode 3, Gateway to Hope, Attack on Titan. Oh really? Mine mine says the door of hope. I don't know where you're watching, but our our <laughs> titles are slightly different. Okay. Regardless, hmm, interesting thing to note uh, that is potentially lost in translation. I don't really know what exactly the gateway or door that they're talking about. But something to do with hope nonetheless. Um pretty pretty info-packed episode, I would say. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What did you think? Like, I, I felt like it just moved through everything so fast and kind of threw a ton of information at us that a little, sometimes it was almost like too fast paced, but, but I, I guess it was good either way. Right. I, um, you know, cause I've read the manga. So I, I guess like when they did the whole flashback, it wasn't as impactful cause I already knew what had happened. Or I yeah. feel like they already talked about this, the whole scene there, but I guess now they're showing what actually happened. And then now we kind of, uh, you know, have a better idea of why Reiner is Reiner. But yeah, all in all, I, I agree. Like it moved really, really fast at times. And it, to the point where, because there's just so many kids too, and they all have different names. Sometimes just seeing them, it's hard to remember. And, and then you're like, oh yeah, it was Marcel. Uh, who was Marcel again? Oh yeah, the jaw. Oh yeah, yeah, the jaw. Ymir. Oh, okay, okay. But they don't really remind you. They kind of just like, hey, it's eaten. Ah, my brother, Porco. And then <laughs> Porco, which is who's like the same person as Galliard, apparently. Like, like they're calling people by different names too, like first and last name, obviously. But like, yeah, that that just makes it even slightly harder to to follow. Okay, exactly, because I was like, <laughs> yes, so that makes sense. Porco is Galliard. Okay. Yes. yes right, yes, yes. right, 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 right. Yeah, and then when they were telling, like, they gave, like, the brief description of each Titan and why they gave it to the particular person, like, Leonhart made sense. Braun, I was like, wait, didn't they give that to Reiner? And I was like, oh, <laughs> is, is Braun Porco? That is Reiner. And then it is Reiner. <laughs> and then um, I think they just said Marcel, and then... When they were saying Bertold, I forget what his last name was, but they didn't call him Bertold there either. Okay, right. They called him Hoover. Yeah, I was like, I know this is Bertold, but who the heck is Hoover? <laughs> who did they say they gave the beast? Did they say they gave the beast to anybody, or was it just they said something about the long range? Well, yeah, they, they were talking about like the stats about it being long range, but Zeke had already acquired, I think, the Beast Titan before before everyone else yeah it seems like not every titan is on the same like timeline which right, i right, guess right. Makes sense. you wouldn't want like your whole titan squad to sort of be all noobs at the same time you kind of want to stagger them out a little bit right which i guess it makes sense why they were also saying how this year it would be six out of the seven because it's 
female armored jaw cart colossal. Right. Is that right? Oh, that's fine. Female armored jaw colossal. I don't know. Yeah. Who are we missing? Well, maybe maybe Zeke was in the same class as them as, with the beast. Right. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I I don't think so. I don't. Uh, right, it didn't seem like he was in the class. But any regardless, I think he was he was at a different time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all in all, I thought it was um, interesting. It, I like these, you know, flashback scenes. I don't think there was anything that was like shocking, but right. I think. Um, like all in all, the episode was solid. It's just that Attack on Titan, whenever they do flashback or like reveal something, it's always so crazy that like now when it's kind of just more of like a normal flashback to see how Reiner developed, it's like not yeah. like super crazy, but at the same time, it's it's still informative. Right. Like, a, a, I feel like a lot of the information we already kind of knew, but yeah, we we just got into like. A lot more depth here with like how how things actually transpired yeah i like how you know like although we're still focusing on reiner we get to see a lot more of annie and her weird character quirks as well as how her mission like inside the walls almost like differed from reiner's or like how her viewpoints are different and whatever yeah she she's just a weirdo apparently that kills crickets <laughs> not, not even just kills <laughs> she was just like stomping repeated <laughs> repeatedly and then she stomped on his head too repeatedly very weird yeah but i mean i think it was uh i mean great episode as usual not like the best but like they're setting the stage for sure yeah yeah i'm wondering like i'm wondering where this is all like leading us to like what's what's the goal here of all all the different flashbacks and i don't know i don't know where where they're trying to take us or maybe it's just for the sake of here's why reiner's the way he is now right like you can't help but think that reiner will have a bigger role to play because he's you just see him so many times in this and then throughout the flashback suddenly it goes back to present time and he's about to like shoot himself yeah, he almost blew off his own head with Falco right outside. <laughs> Traumatic, dude. Traumatic. Yeah. Yeah, it also doesn't help that Falco and Reiner like look the same, even though they're different ages. So at first I thought that was Falco at the very first scene, but I was like, oh no, this is a Reiner flashback. But they like <laughs> Reiner as a kid and Falco now, they look the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really do but yeah it's interesting i i do want to ask you a little what what why do you think he was about to commit suicide and then why did he say oh wait i still have them in reference to the kids right yeah um i don't know i, I feel like the the stress of everything and like the so uh, as we saw from the flashback, right, that Reiner was kind of a, a diehard Marleyan. He, even though he's truly an Eldian, he um, kind of has extreme loyalty to Marley. Um, but yeah, now that he's actually been to Marley, he, he's gone through that whole war. 
like spent five years on the island, went through another war. I feel like it's almost just like PTSD at this point, right? Like he he's gone through so much traumatic stuff and like he he has seen Marley or not Marley, but he's seen Paradise and the people on there and he's like, oh, they're not really devils, kind of like we talked about last episode. So I feel like all that kind of adds up the cognitive dissonance again, the PTSD from war that is probably just too much for him to handle now. Um, but I think the reason that he didn't go through with it is like he he feels the responsibility to continue guiding the kids, especially Falco, down this path to like I don't know, salvation almost. Like he 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 it seems like he wants to save them from having like the the same life that he had pretty much. Yeah, which is interesting because like if you think about it, if he kills himself, then he's technically he technically is saving one of them because then the armored ends up going to a kid who hasn't been born yet. But I guess um, he'll choose another way. I, I, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know how it's going to work. I agree with you though. I mean, like he's been through a ton and then for him to go from like the very extreme of like, Hey, I'm diehard Marley to like seeing that, wow, they're so wrong. Uh, yeah, probably definitely had an impact on him. I will say also, I don't know how he's going to train them if he has to be eaten. So I guess we'll see. But maybe there's still time. Yeah, I don't know. We we shall see. I mean, I feel like we can take an educated guess that it seems like Falco is going to be the one to inherit the Armor Titan, right? And I feel like they're kind of making it like paralleling their lives too like reiner also wasn't the strongest candidate but he still ended up with the armor titan same with falco clearly gabby's the the stronger one there but yeah uh, so maybe it might end up in like a a similar way yeah i mean because especially one last thing but like if you mirror reiner with marcel so marcel ended up giving the titan away to somebody else to protect that his brother so Reiner may give it to him so that Falco can protect Gabby. Mm, true. Maybe. Who knows? True. And then Marcel gets eaten by random Ymir anyways, but oh well. You would that's my one thing. It's like you would think that those kids have been through an entire war, apparently, and then you're saying they can't handle themselves against like one Titan. Like, <laughs> I just run away. Dang. Or yeah. transform, turn into your Titan and fight them. Seriously, do something. God. It's, uh, yeah. That, that That's like my one complaint, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Exactly. All right, let's launch into the quick little episode recap, talk a little bit more about the things that we didn't get to talk about. Yeah, sounds good. You want to kick us off? Yeah, so we start off seeing Reiner in bed. His mom is like corrupting his mind at an early age saying that blah 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 we have demons blood you need to hurry up and become marley and then apparently ryan reiner gets this delusional thought that if he becomes a marleyan then the family can get back together and then he'll be like the greatest son anyways so 
it flashes forward a little bit to them all talking, all the warrior candidates, and they're saying how, hey, Reiner, you're probably the least likely to get it because you have nothing going for you except your little suck-up antics at school. And, yeah, they get into it a little. We find out Porco is a bully, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Hard apparently. <laughs> but, yeah, and then um, the whole time they're having that conversation, Annie's just stomping away on that bug. I don't know if she actually was. <laughs> I feel like she was listening, but just played it off as she was stomping on the cricket. I don't really know why, but yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I Who mean, was the just... older guy in that scene? Was that Zeke? <sighs> right? Because the there was like one older guy who was kind of over overseeing all of them, right? Was That was Zeke, right? Uh, yeah, if I would, if I had to guess, I'd say yes. They'd never explicitly said it was him, but I, he had blonde hair, so it's possible. It's not Colt, that's for sure. Right, like like he probably wasn't even born at that point yet. Right, so or he's very young, whatever. Yeah, so I mean, it was probably Zeke, and Zeke was saying that hey, six out of the six of the seven are you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, not too much to add. We just get a better idea of what they what they were like. So, I did think yeah. it was interesting though, like seeing all of them, because the first time we saw them, they were all grown up already. But then seeing them young, and then like in their little Boy Scout Girl Scout uniforms, everybody has like the knee high khaki pants and the vests or whatever, and they're just they're just doing their thing. Yeah, and then I think it cuts to the title sequence after that, after everyone sort of clears out of the 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 schoolyard or wherever that was. And then we kind of get like a little montage of them wiping out some random country. Um, at the same time, we see clips of like all all the new Titans. So at this point, all the kids have now inherited their, their new Titan powers, um, except Galliard or Porco, whatever you want to call them, but... Yeah, they, they pretty much give brief snippets of what each Titan can do. So again, we have the female, armored, beast, cart, jaws, and colossal. So, which, you know, we've, we've talked about in the past, but yeah, I, I thought that scene was pretty cool how it like kind of showed the kids mugshot and then it cut to them in Titan form in action. I don't know. I thought that was a pretty cool scene. Agreed. Agreed. And then, okay, yeah, so then that happens, and they all get shipped off to um, parodies, and then uh, before that, I think Reiner sees his dad for the first time or something, and then his dad... Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he sees his yeah. dad, and then his dad's like, GTFO. He's like, he's like, that. that's a stupid dream, and it's never going to happen, even if you are in honorary marley and there we're not going to be a family so there there goes reiner's mom's dream down yeah, I, I i wonder though does that mean that his dad is an a marleyan so his dad's i so i think reiner's like half and half like half right. marley and half eldian so i think his dad's the eldian right or, no his the dad's some the real marley and yeah his mom's a real Eldian, 
So I guess that makes Reiner an Eldian. I don't know. Okay, which would make more sense when he meant like, or when he said that once we become Marlian, the family can become together. Right. Which apparently, like, even if that were to happen, Reiner's dad doesn't want them in the picture. Yeah. And then Reiner kind of just like shrugs it off and says, hey, I'm supposed to be a warrior anyways. Let's just go to Paradis. (laughs) He's like, I have to get on this boat in 30 minutes. All right. Bye. (laughs) Oh, poor guy. All right. But yeah, I mean, so I I didn't make that connection during the actual watching, but it's nice that we can talk about that now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then we go and then Porco looks at Reiner with disdain almost. And he's like, Reiner, you weren't supposed to be chosen. I just did it to protect Porco. Savage. Yeah. Savage. And then he gets eaten and um, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. So I guess Porco Galliard, he would have been the armored titan if his brother hadn't hyped up Reiner. But it's interesting that he ended up with the Jaws Titan, right? Which was his actual brother. So right. funny how that that worked out. Exactly. Yeah, that was interesting. And then I think for the first time we get a better glimpse of like the Reiner Annie Berthold side of it, and it, you know, like as much as we would have liked to, you know, play good guy bad guy here it's like technically you know they're not the bad guys either because you know to their in their eyes they're doing the right thing so yeah they're they're just kind of doing their job too yeah and so because the whole premise is like they failed literally right before they even began then the, the the dilemma was like annie's like we can go back because we lost our leader and then reiner's like if we go back everybody's gonna die not just me so yeah so it's like, I'll, I'll be the leader here if you need me to. And then, yeah, he, he kind of does it. And that's that goes back to what Porco said a couple episodes where, where he was saying how Reiner basically pretended to be Marcel. And that's because, you know, Marcel died. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, Porco has every right to be mad. It's, I mean, it makes sense. But I did like that scene where Reiner, in his bloodied, battered state, was like, Reiner's dead. If you need a Marcel, I'll be I'll be your Marcel. Uh, yeah, this uh, dude looked like a zombie after Annie beat him up. <laughs> Serious. Dude, Annie did not hold back either. Oh yeah, she's like curb stomping this dude in the face. Good times. Good times. Alright, alright. So then yeah, he gets her in a chokehold and then she's finally like, alright, let's do it. And then so they uh, decide to break down the first wall. And they do it. Wall Maria. Is that the outermost wall? Yeah. And then Cena and then Rose, right? Or Rose Uh, and then Cena. I think it's Maria, Rose, and Cena. I think so too. I think Cena's the innermost wall. So yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. He said he broke Rose too. Yeah, yeah. Cena's the inside one. Okay, we're good. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was kind of cool how it like almost looked like the very first episode or like that very first season, right? When they like first kicked down the wall, except back then we saw it from, um, you know, Aaron's perspective, but now we get to see it from the, from the warrior side side of things. So I thought that was pretty cool. Exactly. I don't really, I didn't really understand what, uh, what's his name? Berthold's expression 
was like you know as he was climbing out of his own titan he just saw that uh titan walk into the town he like they didn't really say anything i i'm assuming it's just like he's he didn't realize the gravity of what he'd done or or what well i don't think at that point he's like ever seen a mindless titan before right like there there are no titans in in marley like there there's only the humanoid ones or the conscious ones i guess you can call it that are controlled by the warriors so sure maybe it's just weird him being able to see like a mindless titan like oh don't eat me right now something like that or maybe him being able to see over the wall for the first time i don't know who knows yeah that was also the titan that ate aaron's mom oh so maybe maybe he's he looked at her funny because he could sense the the blood <laughs> the bloodlust <laughs> oh the, no, 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 the royal blood oh you know <laughs> sure maybe who knows who knows they, they didn't specify so we move on i would have liked to see like how they were able to just like um sneak themselves into one of the refugee shelters yeah yeah i thought i thought the scene like right before it cut to the refugee camp where reiner was like having an internal monologue and running towards the wall to break it down. I thought that was pretty, a pretty good scene where he was like, Oh, why did I should, I shouldn't even be here. Why did he apologize to me? Why did he save me? I don't know what's going on, but I'm not ready to give up or something like that. And then he right. lowers his shoulder and busts down the wall. Um, yeah. I thought that was pretty good and pretty good animation too there. Agreed. I think at that point, Reiner had never thought about the possibility that being a warrior would ever be a bad thing. And then when Marcel apologized to him and said that, hey, you're actually taking the spot for my brother because I want to save him, then Reiner's like, well, what do you mean by save? Save save from what? What do you mean? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And then we we find him having a few touching moments with his fellow classmates. And we also see Annie with her roundhouse kick on um, the interior police guy, which is an interesting little colliding of worlds. Kenny Ackerman? Yeah. But yeah, it all makes sense because she's looking for the truth for the behind the founding titan that yeah. he happens to know. So Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty pretty good stuff and I, the one thing I was confused about was like the scene where the guy hung himself from like I don't know where where he was. It was it looked like some farm, some snowy farm, and like so there's the initial scene where he was talking to the kids. It was like oh it happened. I was in my village or whatever when when it all went down, and then I saw the Titan outside my window. Like he was telling that story. I was a little confused then. I was like who is this guy? Why is he telling the story? And then it cut back to like the other normal flashbacks during training. And then it cut back to him again, right? Where he had hung himself. Like, do you know who that was? Or like why that mattered? I I feel like I feel like um he interacted with the three of them somehow. I don't I don't remember exactly why. He may have been their cover story. If if I remember correctly, but I'm really not sure. 
Because um, because yeah. Reiner, they all had to have a story, right, of like where they came from. So that could have been their story. But I I genuinely don't remember. But this is definitely not the first time we've seen him. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because I I didn't recognize him at all. Same. Oh well, yeah. If, if you if you know, drop drop a comment down below, and we will take a look. Uh, yeah. Anything else happened this episode? I know we already talked a little bit about Reiner almost blowing his head off, but he didn't. Oh, the final scene with like the the monologue outside of the the mental hospital. You want to talk about that one? Right, right, right. And then, anyways, Reiner stays into his little desk or apartment area, and then um, Falco runs over, beckoned by the bandage guy who he helped last episode. Uh, he was like the last guy in line, and I think he... I forgot what exactly he did for him, but he helped him somehow. And um, the bandage dude apparently has no left leg, and he... We had to rewatch this monologue, but essentially... After, you know, Falco complained about his minuscule problems, saying how I want to be, I don't want, uh, I, I don't want to be the, uh, or I'm not going to be picked for the whatever armor Titan, right? And then the dude's like, good job. You're a good he's like, boy. Nice. He's like, that's yeah. good. And then he's, he's like, but there's this other girl and she's really famous, but I don't want her to do it. And he's like, and then, is she a girl? Is the other candidate a girl? He's like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, exactly. And I'm not sure if, if the dude ever really addressed it because then he went on to say that, like, oh, the the environment leads these people to have to go through these terrible things. And then it cuts to, like, these different soldiers, like, banging their head on the wall or, like, suffering from uh, hearing loss or PTSD or whatever. And then he's like, but the people who aren't influenced by the environment, who choose to push themselves to do this, to figure out if what lies beyond this hell is hell again or something else. Only those people will know for sure. (laughs) Sorry. I had to to like scrub through the video, but yeah, yeah. Essentially he's saying that like, um, so let's make an analogy. It's like, um, it's like, uh, okay, let's not make an analogy. I was going to say it again. It's like, so it, yeah, it was like, I, I think what he was saying was like, people might be pushed towards hell by their environment, right? Which is true of real life. Like, you can't really control with the control, control what kind of situation you're placed in when you're born. But then people who push themselves can either go like, I kind of read it as like go past hell, like see what's beyond, like almost see kind of what the truth is beyond it. And yeah, right. only those people will ever know. Right. And then uh, to, to quote them, it says, so it might be another hell or it might be hope, but only those people who actually push themselves forward will find out. Right. Just so the door, profound. the door of hope or the, gateway of hope if if that's what here says maybe it's the same as like the doors to hell they're, they're they're the same thing potentially if you're pushing yourself through the doors of hell maybe it's it'll turn out to be the doors of hope 
Right, but you'll only know when you do it. Of your own choice. Yes. Nice. We, we got it. We nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think I think that about does it. Right, right. Yeah. Because if you just let the environment push you, you'll see a bit. But if you do it yourself, you'll see even more and what lies beyond. So what could that mean? Like beyond just, you know, the literal meaning, what could that mean for the, the like the following episodes? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, who did you th- say you thought this was? So the very last, like the very last scene where it shows that guy's face, because like up till now it hadn't shown his face, right? The the bandage guy, like it only showed his bandage and his long hair. Right. And I it zoomed in on his actual face. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. But it, he has one good eye. And I thought it looked like Aaron, Aaron Yeager. But... Mm. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, possible. It could also just be like a Marleyan disguised as an Eldian or who knows, but definitely possible. Yeah, I, I just pulled up a, a image of Aaron Yeager on Google. They got the same colored eyes. I'm just saying. Did they say something about Aaron's eyes looking like his mom or something? Was that also significant? Um, I don't remember that. Okay, same. Yeah, well, it can't just be a coincidence, so maybe. Yeah, what if Aaron has infiltrated them? So just like how the the warriors infiltrated Paradise, maybe now they're they're doing the opposite. Maybe all of the parodies Eldians have infiltrated them. Yeah. I mean, it's possible because it's been five, four, four or five years. Plus they've, they've quote unquote sunk all of their boats, but knowing the scout captains, they wouldn't just sink that valuable technology. Right. Cause up until then, I don't think the, Paradise Island people even had boats. I think they may yeah. have had rafts. I'm not even sure if they had any rivers over there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, if that is the case, I mean, he's getting dangerously close to Falco. Better kill this dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly. But I mean, he thinks he's a Falco's a good guy. So who knows? Yeah. And. Well, that's the thing, too. You can, I guess, take that slightly further. So if if, if somebody thinks that what Falco thinks is a good idea, or I guess if or not getting thinks, the Titan is good. Right, right. If somebody thinks that not getting the Titan is good, what is their motive? Right. You can't be, you wouldn't be like a brainwashed Eldian. You wouldn't right. be a Marleyan. You, you might be Aaron Yeager. <laughs> yeah, or somebody who's been to the island, like Reiner, and knows. Right. So, yeah, yeah like it could be the owl. It's also pr- maybe not like a 
super close guess, but it's possible. But interesting. It's interesting. Only time will tell. I just think it's too too much of a coincidence that the hair color is the same, the eye color is the same. I don't know. Maybe it's just trying to trying to throw us off. Yeah. He almost looks too negative to be Aaron. I'm not sure if Aaron would say something like that, but <laughs> it has been five years, so I suppose we will see. Yeah. Okay, I think that does it for the recap. Yeah, it does. All right, let's quickly move on. You got any uh, questions of the week? Actually, I do. What is your biggest pet peeve when it comes to photography? Like of my photos or photos that other people take or just taking just like, photos? Just in general. Any any of the above? Hmm. Hmm, hard-hitting question. I think, all right, one one pet peeve is like, no, that, that's going to make me sound too pretentious. Uh, I was going to say like, not shooting manual. <laughs> shoot manual, people. But if you're a beginner, it's fine. You don't have to shoot manual. I Not a pet peeve. Not a real pet peeve. All right, real pet peeve is like, using effects in your in your pictures like not like not just like editing the colors and stuff like that or even doing photoshop in it i'm talking about like i'm trying to think of a good example but like like a flare yeah stuff like that or just i don't know stuff that's clearly not like natural i guess might be the best way to put it and like I know you can Photoshop people out of your background and stuff like that's fine. Or like you're you're making certain colors more punchy or like here's a good example. You know how sometimes there's those photos that are like all black and white except for one color, like the color red, and it's like a rose. I hate that. It's like the those are the worst photos. <laughs> like special right, yeah. effects. That's I what agree. I mean. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that just that takes it beyond photography. That's not even photography anymore. That's like that's more just like art and stuff. And it's like and it's not that artistic either. You just like press increase the slider on the red and then move every other color down. Like, I don't know. That's a pet peeve. How about you? I feel you. I feel So um, I think I have a few, but my biggest one is if you deliver these finalized pictures to somebody and they just take all that hard work and effort that you spent like editing it and then they just slap an Instagram filter on it and then post it. And then I'm looking and they're like, thank you, Max, for taking these pictures. I'm tagged on these pictures. I'm like, I would never post these because... The filter makes it look so amateurish. And then yet my name is attached to these. So not only do I get annoyed, people think that I would post these and take these types of pictures. <laughs> that I, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, makes me it makes me very annoyed, to say the least. But yeah. Whatever. Oh, I, I thought of another one. So when yeah. From the other perspective, like 
photographers that say like um, $200 for a session, for example, right? And then they say you'll get 20 edited photos. Like you don't really know how many good photos you're going to have. So what are you either adding ones that might not be any good or cutting out some good ones? Uh, I feel like you can't really say a set a number of how many good photos you'll have before the session even happens. Exactly. Like coming from an outsider perspective with like no prior photography experience. Like when I first started and I heard that that was like a thing and like people yeah. would tell me, Oh, so how many pictures do I get? I was like, if I have them, I'll give them to you. I don't, <laughs> I didn't really see the whole point. I feel like it's maybe for those people who just spend a huge amount of time editing per picture or something. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I always thought I thought I always thought it was kind of dumb. But yeah. who knows? Weird. Anyways, I mean solid answers. I agree. Uh yeah. All good. All good. Um, let's see. What podcasts have you been listening to? Well, uh yeah this this would be nice and short so i don't really have time for much uh so mainly i just listen to uh the new york times the daily and then uh npr's up first i typically listen to it on the way to work so that way by the time i get to work i have a at least a general understanding of like the major news that's been happening like in the past day and um yeah nowadays when i work out i Sometimes listen to Hidden Brain or uh, like Planet Money, stuff like nice. that, like random stuff. Um, in particular, let me see if there's one that I really liked. In particular, I have liked, uh, yeah, honestly, I thought Hidden Brain was always really good. Um, yeah, that's about all I have time for. I like watched the first episode of Sophia's thing, and then once she started talking about uh, pregnancy, I kind of tuned out and disappeared. Yeah, nice. I'll have to check out Hidden Brain. I haven't heard of that one. It is good stuff. It's like it's just like they talk about these sometimes psychological stuff, but it's uh, sometimes just like uh, I forget what it is but it's just like a variety of interesting subjects that also have like a science correlation so it makes actual sense nice that's cool yeah i've listened to reply all that's one of my favorite ones let's is that see the, uh, the john john dude john green danny green um mm, what's his name? no the guy that wrote fault in our stars no it's it's a Gimlet podcast. I feel like you've told me about that before. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Waveform is another good one. That's by you know the YouTuber MKBHD. He makes some good videos about tech. So that one's mostly just focused on like latest tech trends and tech products. So okay, it's nothing too crazy. It's just like a chill one to put on in the background. Interesting. I'll write it down. Yep. That's all about all I listen to. Yeah, I'll have to check those out. I need to subscribe or something. Let's see. 
I will say there was this other one that like the, um, this one doctor made it for the OB guy in rotation. Very yeah. useful, purely informational. There's nothing funny about it, but <laughs> it, it gets the job done. Nice. Reply all. Ooh, do they have an episode on QAnon? I think they do actually. I need to. I need to listen to that one. Okay, I subscribed. All right, third third question, universal question. Have there been any songs that you've been listening to recently? Uh, let's see. What did I say last time? I know last time I said, therefore I am. That's still in rotation, but not as much, I don't think, these days. What's uh, what's it called? It's in Spanish. Dakiti? Uh, Dakiti? Dakiti by Bad Bunny. I don't know what it means in Spanish. D-A-K-I-T-I. Oh, I feel like I've heard this song before. Yeah, I don't know what it means, but it's good. Dakiti? What does that mean? Dakiti? Dakiti? I've taken Spanish and I have no idea what it means. Yeah, I don't think it's a real Spanish word. Interesting. We might be wrong, but Dockety. I need to listen to some Dockety. Yeah, what have you been listening to? Alright, alright. Uh, let's see. So, long story short, so I got into a wreck um, you know, like two months ago in the parking lot, whatever. They bumped into my side of the truck, uh, side of the car. Finally, two months later, I took it into the shop and then they're like, okay, we'll take your car for like three weeks. You need to go get a rental. So I got a rental at Enterprise and it was a truck. So now I officially drive a pickup truck and I can listen to, I can only listen to country songs. So <laughs> all that to say that my song of the week is Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Have you heard it? It's probably nope. familiar. It's, um, bup, 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 bup. Bup, 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 that sounds bup, like our intro music. It's a good song. I don't listen to country music, so that's at all. It's going to be a pass for me. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Um, it is this week's jam. All right, moving on. All right, hit us with our. Actually, I'll I'll kick us off with our our top three bottom one of the week. Okay. Starting at the bottom, we got Porco. I feel like he he was being mean to Reiner for for no reason. Uh, uncalled for. Three three we got Annie. I feel like uh, I almost put her as the worst, but I feel like she was savage, but in a good way. I don't know. We we need that sort of antagonistic behavior for the for the squad. So that was good. All right. All two we right. got two we got Marcel. I feel like he's an all around good guy, or he was. Saved Reiner from from Ymir. Saved his brother from having to become the armored titan at such a young age. Good dude. It seemed like number one Reiner again. Is that two weeks in a row? I feel like he again. We we see that he's such a complex and mentally unstable character right now and i'm excited to see where where he goes 
Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, once again, our lists are decently close. Anyways, worst one of the week, I put Porco as well. I mean, first of all, just the unfortunate name that he possesses. Um, no wonder he stopped uh, going by Porco. Uh, but also, yeah, I agree. Just um, some uncalled for treatment. Number three of the week, I put Annie as well. You know, uh, I agree. I thought she was, um, it was uh, respectable that like, she, you know, she realized that they didn't have a leader and she made a rational decision to be like, all right, if we don't have a leader, we, we have to go back. And then after that, after she got convinced, then she spent her time instead of fraternizing with, you know, the quote unquote enemy, which is very hypocritical of Reiner to have done in the first place. Um, she ends up like taking her free time and spending it investigating and actually trying to get the results that like of why they were even there. Um, anyway, number two, I put Reiner for, you know, all the reasons that you said it's a complicated character. Um, yeah. He's going through a lot and we'll see where his con- character continues to develop. Uh, number one, I put the bandage dude. I thought, uh, you know, I see potential in him and, emphasis on c get it because he (laughs) but yeah i mean the dude has no left leg but he's um his eyes are very much alive as opposed even though like you know the rest of his body is kind of like beat down uh yeah i mean he's a very huge mystery like the fact that he said that entire monologue that was may have been the only monologue this episode but he said all that. He didn't even look at Falco's expression. He was just like almost as if he was saying it to us. He was telling us how like, yeah, there are those people who are dragged along by their environments, but I'm going to be the one that drags the environment along. Yeah, he, like he's push, He's changing his own fate rather than letting fate take him. Exactly. Which means, it can only mean that next episode it's his time to shine anyways that's let's say it is aaron just just for hypotheticals right like and he turns into a titan maybe not next episode but in an upcoming episode is turning into a titan regenerate your damages right like with his leg grow back i thought it did for some reason i think it does i think it does okay cool just oh random thought like maybe his leg got blown off but it's all he's not worried because if he turns into a tight, he'll be okay. But again, we don't know if that's who that really is, or maybe he's just actually some random dude. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it has taken a new twist. So we'll see. Yeah. All in all, pretty good episode. Hit up our merch and we'll see you next Sunday. <laughs> Peace.